Hey, everybody. You know, Mark and I have over 20 years of experience as therapists and as addicts in long-term successful recovery. We know better than anyone what works and what doesn't to break out of porn and sex addiction, heal betrayal trauma, and reclaim your relationship. And we've poured all of our personal and professional recovery and healing experience into a first-of-its-kind program for addicts, spouses, and couples. We call it Dare to Connect. At least four times every week, we engage with you in real time, in the trenches, giving you the knowledge and the tools to take back your life and relationship. Whatever else you've done on your journey for healing and recovery, you've never done anything like this. You know, Mark and I, we've made all the mistakes, so you don't have to. Don't reinvent the wheel. We all know tomorrow never comes. Look, don't wait one more day to change. Claim your free two-week trial today at daretoconnectnow.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Moore. And I'm Mark Castleman. We know the pain and heartbreak of porn and sex addiction. And we know the triumph of breaking completely free. Every day, we help our clients find hope and healing. Join us in the fight to take back your life, your marriage, and be stronger than ever. This is the PBSC Squared Podcast. What's up, everybody? Stephen Mark coming at you from the PBSC podcast today. How's everyone doing? <laughs> what is this your auctioneer voice? That's uh, that's my uh, that's my new intro. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Had a little caffeine this morning. Good to go. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> how is how's how's everybody doing? It's good to be with you guys today. <laughs> I got I'm trying. I'm testing out my radio disc jockey stuff. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Oh, it's good to be with everybody today. Mark, Mark and I are happy to be here. Um, we have got a unique topic today that hits on some familiar notes, but uh, does present kind of a unique dynamic that we thought would be really good to address today. So we're, we're super excited. And probably the best way to do this is when we do address uh, questions from, from uh, each of you is just to start off with the email itself. So I'll go ahead and read this real quick. Can you discuss the dynamic of being the spouse of an addict who is not a believer? In my marriage, there has been sexual addiction, and he is two and a half years into recovery and sobriety, but we are now dealing with the dynamic of a sexless marriage. How can we make the transition to a healthy sexual connection void of a spiritual connection? And this is a, this is a really great question. Um, in order to answer it, though, Mark and I are probably just for those listening and hopefully our, our original poster is listening as well. We're going to have to make a couple of educated inferences by some of this because some of the information is a little bit vague. Um, but when uh, when we when we hear this listener referring to uh, their spouse who is who is quote unquote a believer, we're making the assumption that that is coming from a general Judeo Christian background and that their spouse is coming from a not one. Right? There's either a huge difference in religion in, in in religious beliefs and spiritual beliefs, or uh, maybe there's just an absence of it on the other party. So uh, that that's kind of how we're going to look at that. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, what is a believer, you know, the, and uh, the spiritual connection and so forth. We're making some assumptions. So we hope that they're at least in the ballpark of being accurate. 
bear with us. The information <laughs> today will still be mostly accurate regardless, either way, but it does kind of help to give a little bit of context. So, uh, bef- you know, in order to really talk about this and to, to address this topic, because these are, I, I mean, I'm trying to think, are there more sensitive topics? Let's see, we're hitting on spirituality and sexual intimacy today. So we might as well throw politics into the I know, mix while just, we're at it. You know, make, create the perfect <laughs> trifecta for going to war. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I think that it's, it's important. We think it's important to, to definitely outline a couple of these terms, uh, in terms of, uh, what they are when we talk about things like healthy sex and spirituality. So we'll, we'll, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and start there. Yep. So let's, uh, yeah, let's talk about healthy sexuality first so we can, uh, you know, get to a baseline on that. And by the way, we have talked about this quite a bit in the past. And if you want some real details about this, go to our episode number 23 called uh, Healthy Versus Toxic Sex. Uh, and that's, yeah, back in episode 23, you'll get a lot more depth uh, than what we're going to do right now. So let's, yeah, let's talk about healthy sex. Um, so Steve and I often talk about the fact that really healthy sexuality is, it leads that we lead out into that uh, really through our emotional and spiritual connection. I like to say, uh, when we engage in, in in sexual intimacy, it's all about what you bring with you to that mm, setting. Yeah. It's not just about you know bodies and positions and toys and whatever. It's it's all the things that we've been doing outside of that place that we then bring with us into that environment has everything to do with whether it's healthy or not. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, when we talk about intimacy, right, and we, we, we hit on this topic often, intimacy we are referring to is an appreciation and a focus on the on a person as a whole. Yes. Right? It's the op- opposite of objectification. And even though oftentimes we refer to objectification more along physical lines, it really can be referring to just dialing in on while ignoring other components of a person, right? Discarding mm-hmm. the other parts mm-hmm. and and just focusing on that thing that we find pleasing. And, and real intimacy is, is being able to take the other person and not agree with everything that they say, but to embrace them, right? right. Emotionally or physically as a whole, yep. you know, to take all them into you. ourselves, all of you, 100%, not, not, not a portion. Exactly. And, so, and so, yeah, so when we talk about healthy sex, you know, what we're really saying is that physical intimacy is actually a gauged, a gauged expression of, of a point on the connection spectrum. So where we're really at. In, Ooh, in that, was a that was a mouthful right there. I know there's a little clinical terminology for you. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of training coming in there. But what that what, the, what that really what that really means is 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 that what I'm doing on a physical level, be it sex or otherwise, ought to be expressive, indicative, and reflective of what I'm feeling in terms of closeness with this other person. Right. Yeah. And, and, yeah. So did you know? I think you mentioned before we started. If if, if we're in the dating scene, for example. You're not going to, you know, get the person to go to bed with you on the first date. You don't do that because that's not authentic. Our relationship in all the other areas is not at the place that matches up to that, right? Correct. As you said, it's not on it, the gauge doesn't doesn't line up. Yeah, I guess we should give the caveat. If you're looking for authentic connection, then that's yes, not what you yeah, do. Yeah, if on you're the first looking date. for a whole. <laughs> 
yeah, holistic, authentic connection. That's not what you do. Many people do shoot for that on the first date. <laughs> I know, right? That's their that's their deal. But uh, Mark and I were we're not about that. So so yeah, so yeah, as as a relationship grows, right? So does the depth of the expression. And oftentimes we do just kind of think about about that in a dating sense. But when I'm working with with couples, one of the things that I I do is help them to kind of walk that back a little bit. Because mm-hmm. one of those big challenges that we Mark and I deal with, we were talking about this before the podcast, is couples who haven't been sexual in some time and the physicality has taken a, a huge backseat. Um, and in, in many ways, rightfully so. And they're looking and they're feeling overwhelmed because they're looking at this holy crap, we haven't, you know, hardly been physical at all in years. How do we bring sex back? right mm, yes and and the reality is is that it really is very much the same pattern as the as the dating relationship right simply because we've been married for years doesn't mean we automatically jump to that place at any given point well and sometimes i you know i i work with some some older couples where i'll suggest to the guy you know you need to start dating and courting your wife i remember i had a guy just a while back who said what what i already did that <laughs> you're telling me i got to go back and do that again like, what's the point? And I had to take him through this process of what we're talking about. It's no, you have to bring along the emotional and spiritual, even intellectual side of the relationship gradually, you know, a little bit at a time and have the physical match up to that. And yes. because you've been so disconnected for so long, we need to go back and we need to help you go through that process to, to, what would you say? Build back into it, um, evolve back into it, move back into it. You know, one step at a time. And yeah. That's dating, a courting, a pursuing, right? All of those things that are not exclusive to the beginning of our relationship. They mm-hmm. should they should be pervasive throughout. Actually, and, and in fact, you know, this is we won't talk about it today, but this is really part of a bigger discussion about how to not just either be completely intimate with a partner or intimately devoid with a partner but how to allow a relationship to function somewhere in between those two, mm-hmm. right? Because there are going to be times where, you know, either because of hurt or some sort of betrayal or whatever the case, trust issues, whatever the case may be, where sex may be off the table. But many, many of the people that we work with automatically default to, well, you know, she did this. And so, you know, physically we're, we're done. When that yeah. may not be the case, right? Maybe it is, it might be. Um, but it's not an on-off switch, just like emotional intimacy isn't. And so, anyway, that's a that's a next that's <laughs> another, that's another, another day, podcast. Right? <laughs> another podcast. So, the, the second topic that we also need to be clear on here is is defining what spirituality actually is, um, because mm-hmm. and what we're really talking about here, right, is the difference between spirituality versus religiosity. And and luckily, we have we happen to have a chaplain on the line in in addition to just a clinical guy so take it away man oh you think you're saying i'm the expert on this (laughs) that's a scary thought (laughs) well i i really i really keyed in to what our listener said right Uh, uh how do you make the transition to a healthy sexual connection void of a spiritual connection yeah. And I really tuned in the void. In other words, right, within the complete absence, no spiritual connection whatsoever. How do we then come together sexually? I'm a believer. He's not. And so it's really important that we look at that, this, this concept of a spiritual connection. Can I, have a, can I have a radically different belief system? 
can I have a, can I belong to a different religious organization or institution with its doctrines and, and systems and ordinances, et cetera. And maybe yours is, is very, very different. Maybe you're not involved with the religion at all as my partner mm-hmm. spouse. Can we still have a spiritual connection? Yeah. It's yeah, a absolutely. really good question. For sure. For sure. And you do have to kind of break down the difference between the two, right? If we're going to, if we're going to understand both because spirituality in, in, in our opinion, okay, this is, this is a gospel according to Mark and Steve, but I don't <laughs> yes. think we're, we're too far off because it does, this is reflected in like clinical, clinical research and things. When we're, ta- when we refer to religion, what we're talking about is, is the institution or the organization, right? Right. Of, of spiritual concepts. So it's a, it's a group, it's an organization that has pulled these different belief systems together. So it's, it's, it's this conglomeration of the doctrine, right? Of what that organization believes, how it's structured out, right? Leadership wise and otherwise, what are the core tenets of that faith or organization, right? Et cetera. When we talk about spirituality, spirituality is the actual relationship. It refers to the relationship accompaniment to religion, right? Um, there are lots of people who who go out every day and would be highly religious from a perspective of they check the boxes each week, they go to church, they do, you know, keep these quote unquote commandments, et cetera, et cetera. But their spirituality may not be in line with that, right? They may be feeling a distance from God, even though they're yeah. actively engaged in whatever's going on. Right. Uh, that you just right there, you just described, I just described 90% of my childhood. Um, <laughs> Checking the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but, I mean, you, you, you comment, I loved it. You said, you know, religion gives me a definition of God. Spirituality is coming to know and communing with him on a very intimate personal level. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's the spirituality that we're talking about. Yes, that's God, a higher power, the universe, the wholeness. The right, there's many ways to refer to that, but it's my personal, intimate relationship with something greater and higher and outside of me. Mm-hmm. That's my spiritual essence. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, when you talk about this communing with God or coming to know God, right? I I love how that was phrased when we were kind of bullet pointing this out today. Is 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 it does it refers to right my my religion it teaches me the baseline attributes of God, right? Who he is, his basic role in my life, et cetera. My relationship with God, though, is a very much one-on-one interaction, right? Yes. If you, Mark and I are very highly Christian, and I, you know, and, and so this is probably a common idea for many of you listening, those of you who reference from a similar place, but if you look at any sort of biblical scripture, right? There are examples of God connecting with people in all sorts of ways that he has never connected with me, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> like story after story. And it doesn't mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that I am less relig- less spiritual uh, or more so. It means that the relationship is individual, just like any other relationship, right? Right. I have an individual value worth to my higher power. And so if we're talking spirituality, the spirituality is the exploration and the depth of that, right? Exactly. Yep. So hopefully yep. we did that justice. I hope so. <laughs> so if we, if we can, and, and it isn't, we're not, please, we're not saying that, that religion isn't wonderful and, and incredibly invaluable. It's this, it's this wonderful structured place through, hopefully through which we can 
grow our spirituality, you know, through which we can express our spirituality. Hopefully the two are very intertwined. That's the ideal Mm -hmm. that we all shoot for. But our whole point is we can have very different, we can come at religion, you know, doctrines, belief systems, et cetera, in very different ways, but still find a way to come together spiritually, right? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? And that really comes to this place, you know, of connection, uh, you know, real connection, real intimacy with one another comes from this place of understanding, of mutual respect, uh, of empathy, of finding common ground. Uh, like you yeah. always say, Steve, it doesn't require agreement. We don't have to agree to really connect and to come to come to the place that we're talking about. Yes. But but it's all of the, all of these things that we're you know that we're that we're saying is it's this coming together to understand, to be understood, to respect, to empathize. Yeah. This place of, of what we call in spiritual intersection, right? Yes. Where, where, where is there crossover for us spiritually? Yeah. We, you know, we're going to, and this is our assignment that we're going to give people today is, you know, think of, think of your religious beliefs, your, uh, the things that you feel very passionate and strong about in that arena, your spirituality as a circle, as a world, your very individual personal world, what, what makes that up? And what is my circle, my world in, in that regard? They might be very different in, in many ways. Yeah. But surely there is a way for those two circles to intersect with each other. There's some common ground there someplace. Surely we can find some spirituality, especially where our circles can intersect. And I love the metaphor of that, right? You and I were talking about that, Steve. So we're talking about sexual intimacy where we, we come together physically, we physically intersect, so to speak. Yes. So how can we do that spiritually? Yes. How can we also come together in that way? Absolutely. And you do both. Yeah. And I think that the, where the rubber meets the road, the good news is, is, and Mark and I do this all the time in our clinics, you don't, we understand that everybody holds their religious beliefs very close to their heart. And a, a lot of the time, most of us, I think, I think most of us, without even realizing it, have a lot of defenses up around our belief systems because it's a very sensitive topic, probably one that's been challenged by a lot of people. Um, we do. But, and understandably, it's very, it's very precious to us. It's, it's uh, a lot of times we, we consider it the basic foundation of even our very futures, yeah. not just in this world, but in, you know, in worlds to come, that's pretty significant stuff. Well, I can't imagine why we'd be defensive about it. It's not like anybody <laughs> bags on anyone else's religion in our culture know, at all. So. Seriously. <laughs> that never happens. Um, and so, so recognizing those defenses, right. Being able to let those down. And, and if you're not in a place in your coupleship, this going back to the original question, maybe the two of you are inferring a little bit, but there's a possibility that maybe you guys aren't on an emotionally deep enough connective place, right. To be able to maybe do this in totality. Mm, that's a really and, good point, right? If some of the other more basic things are being neglected or you're just not there where you're able to use those skills, like, like a daily emotional check-in, like, you know, all the, I talk about eight areas of intimacy. Yeah. You know, if, if those things aren't happening, this going to this spiritual intersection that we're talking about might be too, might be too big a place to go to right off right sure. now. That there might sure. be some other ways to come together first. 
or at least to the to the to a full depth, right? Again, right. It, it happens on a spectrum, but it's important to recognize it in a couple ship. I was just talking to a couple about this yesterday. It, it's important to recognize that that trust isn't a global gauge within a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. We trust one another in 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 deeper ways and in shallower ways, depending on the topic, right? The situation. That's inherent to any relationship. And obviously we're shooting for a deepening of that trust in every area, but it is important to recognize and be real that even though there may be some topics that you guys are totally, when you sit down and discuss it, when you sit down to, you know, hear each other, it's like, yeah, this, this guy's got my back or, you know, this woman, she is totally, she's totally trying to hear where I'm coming from. Right. And then there might be other ones, maybe because of past intersections, past interactions you guys have had or maybe just others, right? Where that trust isn't as high. Mm. And so having to go back and examine that and just be real with where it's at is important because if I, for example, if I, if I have already determined or decided either through experience or just in my own head, either one, that my partner is not going to be respectful of my beliefs, right? They're going to scoff at it and mock at it. Yeah, spiritual connection is not happening today. (laughs) It's gonna be pretty hard, right? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And, and, and on, you know, on that note, our assignment to you is come together as, as a couple, be vulnerable. I know here's this hard word again, be, be really vulnerable and open and raw and authentic and just start to share with each other about your religious spiritual world. What is that for you? And, and come to the place where you can seek to hear each other right? Show up for each other. I, I really want to hear your truth and your feelings about this. Mm, and, yeah. then I, and then I, I hope that you'll give me the opportunity to do that as well, right? And, and so yes. explore what are those two circles we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Once you can understand as much as you can about one another's circle with regard to the re- religion or spirituality, now start talking about where is where are what what are ways that we can intersect with those? Where's the commonality? And my my favorite word with this is curiosity. I if I love you and and I really want to to have a close intimate relationship with you, then I'm going to be curious, deeply curious about what you believe, what matters to you. What, what, is, what are your passions with regard to you know, religion or spirituality? I want to hear that. I want to know you. I want to know that part of it. I don't have to agree with it or believe like you do, but boy, do I want to know what it is for you. Right? Yeah. That, that curiosity is such a big part of, of marital intimacy for me. I love that. I, I love the term curiosity because that's what we really should be doing on any area of our relationship, right? I uh, probably one of the more common phrases that I know Mark and I use in our clinics is you may not know your partners think as, as well as you think you do. <laughs> right. So, so true. Um, and that's the case with, with any couple, I think, uh, because there's always more work to be done in understanding each other. But, and you've heard us mention this before, you've got to remember when you're going through the healing recovery process, people's thoughts, ideas, perceptions, the way they view the world, their spirituality, right? All of these things are in a state of rapid flux. Mm. And you're going to be even less equipped than the typical to, to know this other person. But oftentimes that sets this, not recognizing that sets the stage for so much of our conflict is we go into a conversation thinking subconsciously that we're already the expert here. Yes. You're not. 
Yep. You're not, I'm not, none of us are, right? My job is not to tell, assume what my partner thinks and feels and then act accordingly. My job, if it's around anything intimate, especially at this stage in the relationship, is to seek what their feelings and thought patterns are and, 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 and be sensitive to that first. Yep. I, I want to understand, understand, understand. That is my focus. Correct. And so our hope is you guys go through this exercise of, of bringing these two, your individual spiritual circles and seeing where they, where they intersect is that hopefully now as you go forward, you'll start to have a focus on the commonality as opposed to the differences. Yes. If I try to come to sexual intimacy and you know, with all the, I'm, oh God, I'm going to have sex with this person that doesn't believe anything that I believe. Oh, yeah. great. That's going to be really enjoyable and intimate. Mm-hmm. Instead saying, no, <laughs> this is the, this is what we have in common spiritually. And isn't that amazing? And yeah. I'm going to focus on that sameness, that, that, that area of oneness. And now I'm going to come to the, to the physical intimacy with that feeling in, in my heart, such a difference. Yes, absolutely. Well, thanks everybody for for tuning in today. Uh, we hope that this is addressed and it was valuable uh, for the for the for the person asking the question as well as to each of you. Um, as always, we love hearing from our listeners. If you've got feedback or thoughts uh, or questions that you'd want an- want answered, uh, if especially if they're positive in nature, send that. Go to our website at pbscpodcast.com on the contact form. If it's something negative, feel free to send that to Mark Castleman. Uh, no. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> send it all to pbscpodcast.com. Uh, we love the thoughts. We love the feedback. We love hearing from you guys and how this is helping helping your relationship. So anyway, good to be with you and have a great week. All right. See you next week, everyone. Hey, everybody. Mark and Steve here. Are you looking to take your recovery and your marriage to the next level? We work with individuals and couples one-on-one. With both in-person and online therapy options, you have access to the experts anytime, anywhere. To learn more, visit us at pbscpodcast.com. Everything expressed on the PBSC podcast are the opinions of the hosts and the participants and is for informational and educational purposes only. This podcast should not be considered mental health therapy or as a substitute thereof. It is strongly recommended that you seek out the clinical guidance of an individual qualified mental health professional. If you're experiencing thoughts of suicide, self-harm, or a desire to harm others, please dial 911 or go to your nearest emergency room.